Hey guys, you're about to listen to episode 8, and this is a special one for me. This is where I interview one of my art teachers from high school, and um, I remember being in his class in 02 and using Photoshop for the first time, and using a Mac for the first time, and he just sparked the brain. You know how they say, plant the seed or spark the brain? He's actually one of the ones that did that for me. And 16 years in, I'm still using Photoshop, using other software apps, and I think it's all because it started in his classroom. And it's always great interviewing an educator because you see them balance passion with teaching. They still love what they do in their creative field, but they teach others to do the same, and I think that's just something that's amazing. So I hope you enjoy the show, and I hope you get something out of it. And again, just uh, share the show. It's now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, google podcast so thank y'all for your time appreciate it enjoy the show Even in the fifth grade, we had a little art club amongst, you know, some friends, and right. we were turning drawings and stuff. And my parents would see that, and they say, "Wey, mira, cómo se ve esto? ¿Cómo tú lo hiciste?" Mamá would say, "Like, no te creo," you know. And I think I, I have not, you know, even come close to exposing a lot, all my talents, you know. I love that. I, I, I wanna, I wanna paint uh, bigger canvases. I can do what I want to do when I sit down to do it. And now that I've conquered that, now I want to take it to that next level. All righty, so I think we're, we're good, we're good. You hear me? Yeah. Cool. All right, so this is episode eight of the Happy Oscars show, and I got someone really special that I'm going to interview I'm actually in what the, your little like it's a, a little studio, studio yeah. yeah, and and so this is Armando Chapa, right? Yeah, and right. Um, he's an art um, teacher, but before that, he's an artist, right? And he was actually my teacher back in the day. The reason I'm gonna be interviewing you and wanted to bring you on the show is I just want to know like everything about your journey in the art world, how you decided to do art what the obstacles are exactly. mm-hmm. and how are you still doing what you love after how many years 31 years 31 years and counting i think so just yeah. get yeah yeah get closer uh, that way i could hear go. you that's yeah. fine so um i'll let you tell them like who you are like a little 30 second one minute whatever yeah. introduce yourself uh amando chapa uh born and raised in heavenville texas moved to laredo uh, december of 1983 uh, where i was hired at united High school, which back then was the cheese school, the yeah, back column, then, which is now yeah. the middle school. And uh, no, now they're moving. Oh, they're now they're moving. Oh, yeah, that, I think it's a new. They're doing a, a new campus. They're, yeah, they're gonna do a new yeah. campus. Um, and uh, started teaching art uh, December of '83. Like I said, uh, kind of did that for uh, 12 years, and then uh, in 1996, I kind of. Uh, veered away a little bit there was an opening for a graphics uh advertising design position which is a career in technology right uh, and since i had my own business doing graphics myself and decals and so forth i kind of had the 
uh, expertise or the uh, experience, I guess, because uh, it's basically back then it was three years. Now I think it's five. And all I needed to do was get it, get certified, you know, and, and, and become a teacher and, of uh, again, sort of, you know, 12 hours of that. And so it that's the journey I've been on since 96 till the present. Obviously, I took a little detour back in 2004 where I was hired at LMB as their advertising marketing director. So did you quit being a teacher? Yeah, then? yeah I, I resigned. Uh, I didn't retire. I just uh, resigned uh, for two and a half years because Mr. Gary Jacobs gave okay. me the opportunity. And actually, I didn't want it. I wanted, I was giving him one of my students, you know, because I had great talent. Yeah. And he says, no, I don't want to hire a student. I want to hire you. And I'm going, you know, I don't. And so just long story short, I kind of gave him a, a salary up there. Like, this yeah. guy's not gonna, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's yeah. not going to buy it, you know. And then the guy says, you know what? It's a little higher than what I kind of want to pay you but i'll take it and i'm going shit now i can't say oh excuse me I, now i can't could, say yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's all good be yeah, you be yeah. you uh, so now i i can't say no you know and so i did that for two and a half years it was great i, I met a lot of people it opened a lot of doors for me uh my portfolio uh, obviously wow. you know got a little bit bigger but then they they sold it to bbva and they kind of got rid of all all you know uh kind of the local people because a lot of people moved to uh, and I'm going to give a plug here Texas Community Bank right, yeah. you know they call it little LMB now and so I had to go back to teaching and we had I had discussed this with my wife because my wife says you know at banks they fire you at will you know you're an at will worker you know you, there's no contract there's nothing I said right. well babe if they do uh, I'll just go back to teaching you know and sure enough that's what that's what happened you know that door closed uh, I it, I think the the good thing, if there's a, if you want to look at a bright side of that, was they did uh, let us go, or let me go during the summer, and that's when yeah, school districts the are hiring. Yeah, positions are opening yeah. up so and all that. I applied, and they said, you know, uh, and and I owe a lot to Mr. Bobby Santos, our superintendent, which as soon as he heard I was looking for a job, he says, you know, bait and hook. We we we. And need where him back where, in the where did you where did you end up? I ended up at United South High School. Oh, and okay, I'm at, the that... I'm at the magnet now, so you know. Uh, uh, yeah. No, and I remember, um, yeah, they had mentioned that you were there, and I, now I get the connection, yeah. why you left United. Yeah, exactly. Um, awesome. So, okay, let's, um, part of the podcast is the journey, right? So it's uh, like you're on a, you're, it's something that makes you happy. I can see it, right? I feel it. And so I want to go back, like, when was, when did you realize, man, I'm going to do art? Like, uh, it, it started, uh, Oscar, it started at a very young age you know at, at the house drawing even in and i can remember in the fifth grade it, and I, you know I, i obviously like uh, when i introduced myself i said heavenville texas so uh even in the fifth grade we had a little art club amongst you know some friends and right. we would turn in drawings and stuff and my parents would see that and they say wey mira como se ve esto como tu lo, <laughs> tu lo hiciste mamá would say like no te creo you know and so i do stuff here and there Uh, growing up, then in high school and stuff, I was in sports, and like uh, most of us, you know, do. Right. And when we ventured into college, most of my friends were going to be coaches, you know, and which quite a bit of them turned out to be coaches. Well, here comes a class called kinesiology. Right. <laughs> and uh, that didn't fare well with me, you know. Biologies, I mean, my math, if I run out of 10 fingers, then I'm in trouble. But, and I was taking some art classes as electives, and I was doing well in those classes and so you know what at, at that point as a sophomore i said you know what i, th I think uh coaching i like it you know maybe i would have loved it and i still you know it's i'm i, I guess i'm still coaching but it's a different yeah it's different a different thing. yeah but definite. that's yeah but going back that's when i decided and said you know what i'm going to change my major and my major was uh all level art education 
and, and that's what I graduated with. And I continued. The, the hard part at college was, though, the instructors there, they, don't, they expect you to already know no. art. It's not like when you come into my art class, you know, I got to look for the talent, the raw talent. And as, as instructors, as educators, it's our job to get that talent and, and mold it and, and bring it up and, and expose and, and, yeah. and see what you got, right? Over there, no. And, you know, <laughs> they tore me apart, man. I You see that painting over there, that owl? Is that your... Well, yeah, that was one of my colleagues. And if you look at that compared to what you see now, yeah. you know, I've come obviously a long way. But it was a lot of uh, trial and error on my part. Because they, those instructors didn't say, well, if you do this here and do that here, no, no, you, you know. And then there was other guys, you know, there was some migrant uh, 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 students that would paint like the piscas when they were like with the tomato and they do yeah. the crates and stuff. Each seven thousand. I mean, they, they, their work was like. And I looked at mine. I'm going, like, oh my god, am I still in the right field here? <laughs> how you how do you, how did you stay like? Focused. Well, focus and, 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 and believe in yourself. Like, man, I'm in the right place. Or well, I, I guess, that there, again, there's that passion, you know, that fire in you. You say, you know what? Or maybe I would look at them and said, you know what? I think, I, you know, I can I can do what they're doing, you know, is maybe stay with it. And again, through a lot of trial and error, I finally conquered because I would do most of it was mixed media, which I still do. And mixed media would be is you have watercolor and then you come yeah. in with pencil or something else. So it's not a pure watercolor. You know, until I started conquering, I said, okay, the detail I wanted, I didn't know how to achieve that. Now, nowadays, man, you go to YouTube and you, <laughs> you find a lot. But back then, there was no YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, how do you do that? And through a lot of uh, other, you know, artists, because I share my yeah. my talent with right. like, i've never been one of those that and but there's artists that you know it's no, competition no, that, yeah, yes competition no no okay, okay. And, yeah and I, i'm not that way and uh mr keller uh i think it's ron keller uh may he rest in peace was a, a hell of an artist man but while i've been now he painted like it was you know his work was so awesome and amazing. And he'd come to the LEA because the LEA would have, I think they had, at that time, they would bring, uh, it was a gun show, I think, or something okay, like that. Yeah. And he had his work. And we started talking. And he would tell me his stuff. And then I would tell him little pointers here and there. And he goes, wow, I didn't know that. Like, I came in, like, through the raw channels. Like, yeah. like you know, a little sketching here and there. He was a retired uh, Texas Ranger. And decided to paint after his career but he painted straight like i guess he just looked at photos and painted but didn't know that there was other techniques that you could use and i would tell him little stuff like that he goes you know what mr chapa we need to get together and, and it's a yeah. yeah you know and that's what it's about you know uh, you know sharing your talent and he learned a little bit from me i learned uh, from him and then uh joe olivares and we talked earlier yeah. about the show that we're that we're all gonna get together and we'll discuss that yeah uh he invited us to his uh, his uh, he was close to Cur uh, not Curville but uh, where is it ah, I forget the the little town up north and took us into his place and showed us all the stuff he had and you know Joe Olivares did some pan de campo and stuff yeah. with him and he just loved it he pobrecito at that time he's already in a wheelchair this is Keller so, right yeah Mr Keller wow yeah. and and okay so then you're you're in college right and and then the, at that point. I'm sure it came like okay. I want to do this professionally, or I want to teach this. Like when did when did that that? But you know, there's a there's a there's <laughs> there's gonna be another kind of it's it's not a funny story, but it, yeah. it's a fork in the road, right? Way. Yeah, there always is. Uh, I graduated in December of eighty, December of seventy eight. Yeah, no, seventy nine. 
Uh, and so when you graduate, I think in December, and as an instructor, again, there's no, there's people are not asking or not looking for teachers. So right. I kind of went into the old field and I was a mud engineer. Oh, not, shit. Wow. Mud, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, not, okay. not, a, not a mud, uh, mud engineer, but a mud logger, yeah. which is a little different, you know, and uh, because in the, in the eighties, the oil was still, you know, going. And so I did that for three years, I think four years. And then boom, it went down. And then all of, all of a sudden it's like, you know, and I would venture to Laredo and, you know, this is, I guess this is where, where how I met my, yeah. my, my, my wife was that uh, we came here to Laredo. I met her and uh, with a whole bunch of uh, her friends from Heavenville. And uh, I was in Kingsville and I actually having a degree had never dawned on me that I was, a, a or in, I don't know never i never okay i graduated had a degree like but you stand up yeah but yeah. it was like okay i never looked for a job for teaching right right and so i applied to uh i went into fire the uh, firefighter you did that too no well let me tell you oh, how, well, this like, is what, what happened so okay uh i'm working at a plant there in Heavenville, a gas plant that they were building i was doing odd, odds and ends just to keep going i didn't have that much bills my car was paid and everything i was kind of still living with my parents here and there and so uh I did the fire uh, test and everything, the drills, the agility and whatever. So I'm in Heavenville and uh, I get a call from uh, a person who worked at the placement office in Kingsville and said, uh, Amando, they're looking, uh, they're looking for an art teacher at, in Laredo. And I was already like venturing towards Laredo, right? And at United, and I said, wow, okay, well, thanks, thanks for telling me. But then I get a call from not my roommate, but the person I would kind of stay in Kingsville still. <laughs> and he says, hey, they called you from the, from the, the fire um, station. Uh, you're hired, you know, they, you want, they want you to go in and have your contract, you know? So there's that fork yeah. in the road. And so I, I had a choice. And my choice was I, I wanted to move to Laredo. Obviously, um, I was dating someone yeah, right. Here, right here, and it brought me this way. And so I became an instructor. I, I applied at United. I was hired. I was hired at the cheese school, like I said. And the reason, and they, Mr. Bordelon, uh, which was the principal then, he says, I had a beard and tol arbon and stuff. Yeah. He goes, how come you haven't, you graduated in 79 and you just started teaching in 83? And I said, sir, well, I graduated in December. I That was really no, no teaching hiring. positions yeah. available, no, nobody hiring. And I went to the old field, but, you know, I'm, I'm here. And goes, well, you've been, like, away from the, from grad, you know, I guess he was thinking. From the skill, yeah, from, yeah, 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 yeah how exactly. can you teach you kids? Know? Yeah, and so he goes, but I'm going to take a chance on you because you're a local boy. And I've lost two teachers, art teachers, that are from out of town that couldn't handle it. And apparently they had put a, a cow patty okay on the teacher's seat being, and the guy said and so yeah and so that, that that was my opportunity so i'm gonna take a chance on you and well he took a chance and that chance has paid off because i've been teaching for 31 years yeah now. 31 years and yeah. we were talking about you said how many how many students a year well if you average is one 125 maybe uh 100 times 30 30 years 30, yeah, like, wow yeah and so, um so that's a fork in the road, right? Yeah, so now yeah. you, wow, I didn't even know. So yeah, because both would, both are promising careers. Yeah, exactly. the fire department, like, yeah. it's really good. Um, okay, so then you come, you start teaching, right? How do you continue? Now you're teaching. Are you building also your your freelancer like art? How do you do that? Yeah, well, you know what, that I think in itself was what propelled me to my uh, to further my talents. You know, right. because teaching itself, I had to 
learn or not learn, but maybe, yeah, I, I would say learn, have the lessons for the students. So I would research and have, you got to be prepared, you know? Yeah. And in preparing for those lessons, I, were pre I was actually preparing myself also because I was, I was learning along with my students. You know, not, not that that I, because really, and like I said earlier in college, they, they they teach you how to teach, but there was not a lot of raw things that they tell you. This is what you're gonna do. It's not English or yeah or math where, but you got to learn that. It's very it's abstract. It, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So over here it's a little different. You know, okay, there's perspective, but nunca me enseñaron perspective, and I I took perspective at yeah. all. That's what I'm teaching right <laughs> yeah. now. At the, I told you earlier. Yeah, 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 at, that, at, the, at, at the, the church. Yeah, at the church. So, uh, and so that that kept it going. How I started wildlife, I'm going to tell you a, a, a kind of a little story, and we're going to get together pretty soon, uh, some of my classmates, you know. Uh, it's it's funny that a friend of mine texted me the other day. He goes, you know what, buddy, we need to get together because we're on borrowed time. And and that that kind of start makes really? you think, you know. I, mean, I, I don't know. And, and you say, okay, yeah, well, I'm in the 60s, and... I guess he's right. You know, you get to a to a point in your life where or, or you value your You're days. Like every your, your, day, every yeah, day counts. Counts, counts. Yeah, not that it doesn't at the beginning, but I think you're. you're we don't realize it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And so, uh, they used to hunt a lot. Uh, we didn't have our ranches weren't very big, but they were narrow and very long. If you know what I'm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no stuff in, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> those were our ranches, real, real long, but they were kind of narrow anyway. And so they would hunt. I didn't have a rifle, you know, I couldn't afford a gun back then, but I had an eye for seeing stuff. And so I was the the kind of the the scout, you know. And we're driving. Okay, now I guess I kind of yeah, gave yeah, it away. Yeah. And so I would say, I don't know what I And and so. Uh, I started liking the outdoors. You know, earlier I would go with uh, earlier in my in my years when I was younger, I'd go with a, a cousin of mine had his dad his, uh, lived in a ranch, right? And and my summers were spent over there. And that passion, the outdoors, has always been with me. And I guess that's what drew me there. And so, if you ask me, have I ever shot a deer? No, because as you see, uh, yeah, in my I studio, know. most of them are bucks, right? That's my that's kind of I'd like to draw, but I've attempted. I get bug fever, I guess, because that's temblando, and and so uh, I shot at a deer one time, and and this friend of mine, Bubba, but he was act, he's still the ag teacher at United. He says, "Hey, dude, we need to go get some water." I said, "Why?" I said, I'm, "Am I do I need it?" I'm a nurse. He no, you started a brush fire. You missed that bug so far, you know. And so I kind of they later on said, "You know what? You know what? I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start shooting with my camera." Oh, I love yeah, that. You know, and so. I, I, I take pictures and then those pictures are my reference photos. So, you know, I, I said, you know what? I would I would have loved it and I probably might still do it just to have one mounted for anatomy. So, yeah, so you yeah, can look at it and yeah. see how it, how it works. But uh, that's that's basically how, and I say, uh, I used to do, and a lot, uh, Amando Nojosa did it and some other artists, well, it was called Fiesta Caceria. Okay. Uh, and it, it was a fundraiser by Miss Cece uh, Claflin. That's here in Laredo, or yeah, it was in Laredo. It was in Laredo at the Civic Center, and it was uh, it was where they would cook a lot of the wild game food. Okay, and it was a fundraiser. I can't remember what the fundraiser, but it was a nonprofit, and they would feature, they would get an artist and say, okay, if 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 you get picked, your artwork would go in the cover of Fiesta Caseria. So it was a big deal. If you, yeah. I got it, I think I got it three times. Really? Three, yeah. Amanda Nojosa was on there. I think Joe Olivares was there. Uh, Pancho Farias, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. And so uh, that was good. They stopped it because uh, uh, supposedly the 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 health uh, 
Like so, something like in, because you uh, you got to have the food prepared certain ways, or whatever. And so oh, it was yeah, a big yeah. deal. Now the the health department came in there, and so they they put a stop to that. Uh, but and I lost my train of thought. I don't yeah, know, yeah, I no. They, how you got into into uh, wildlife? Oh, yeah, and, and we kept going. Yeah, and, and, and so, so you find you did. Was there a mark? So once you start painting the like wildlife, right, or you start drawing them, um, or doing mixed media, all that. Was there a market for your for your paintings? There, there's always been wildlife. Uh, the market has been there. Like I, I think we we talked uh, before we came yeah. on the air. Uh, it was that you gotta have you gotta put yourself in that market that market really doesn't come to you unless there's there's ranchers or there's hunters that come come by you gotta take your work to that to that market and i think that's one thing that i want to do hopefully soon when i retire is kinda, yeah you know get all my artwork get 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 you know i have a lot of ideas yeah I have a lot of stuff i want to do but i still don't have the 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 time you know and, and we say you know you got to make the time yeah but sometimes you know you got to be hustle realistic and bustle of everything you know uh sometimes i i will come here and i'll paint and my wife will say you know aren't you tired like you get tired? i said no because this is like my my, my relaxation reliever, yeah. yeah exactly and so i can sit here and a lot of the big question is how long did it take you to do that and, yeah. I, and I, even my students when i take them and i show them my artwork because it's always good to show them what you can do because you can talk and yeah walk, but can you walk can you walk can you walk the walk okay yeah and, and talk the talk so i go show them and they go wow you did that sir and and then they go how long did it take you but i hear that from not only my students i hear it from everybody i said you know what one of these days i'm gonna actually kind of put the hours yeah because i, I if i sit down and i'm because you have a point at this here yeah you, you have know, that one it, it took me about eight months no no about nine to maybe a year to do it but that wasn't that because I, I would come back, stop, and then come back. Because sometimes you're working on something and it doesn't want to yeah. do or you can't do what you want it you, to do. Yeah, you can't and paint it, when you're yeah, not inspired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it would it would kind of frustrate me. Uh, but if, if you ask me, okay, hours, hourly, maybe it took me maybe, I would say, 72 or something like that. It's not. And it, is it like that one there, right? Is it a commission? Uh, no. I that, just wanted to see because i do commission work i wanted to see if somebody would come and ask me can you do a portrait uh, and you can you do it in pastel or a prismacolor which pastel is chalk prismacolor yeah. is an old base pencil which you can blend real good and so i said i'm, I'm gonna draw something and i'm gonna put my my you know i'm gonna take it and see prove to myself that if somebody comes i'm not gonna say yes and then all of a sudden yeah i couldn't do it you know Shit, so yeah. so I put my my talent to the test and obviously you know not to brag or so anything, is, but it that, is that prisma color it's prisma color with chalk now if you oh, look wow. if you're looking at it because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, no, and, I'm, and I could share a photo and, yeah. and I'll even yeah. share a photo on the interview. but the 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 uh, uh, clothing she's wearing is pastel her face and hair prisma is the prisma and the way the reason I did that was I'm there's the prisma. contrast the softness of the pastel because you know pastel has that chalky kind of soft yeah. feeling and uh, the rigid uh, kind of yeah like uh, her, her, her her face her like, features, like yeah. yeah and that's that's why I, I did that wow and i think it's really important right for those people listening right and uh whether they're trying to pursue art or any creative field is that the market was is is not there all the time waiting for you you yeah. have to go look for it for it now so, i'm yeah. gonna give you an example when you ask me the market a person who hit who hit it big uh when that the market was there was amado peña okay. when the southwest art 
came in. There was there was a times where you walk into a lot of places and that's all you see, Amado Peña. Because Southwest Art at one point, I'm going to say maybe 15, 20 years ago, was like, that was it. Like, yeah. There was a magazine. There was everything was Southwest Art. And he hit that market. And when he hit it, you know, and, and that's where... Because that was Amado his Peña. style. Yeah, that was his style, you know. I'm going to check out yeah. Amado Peña. Yeah. I haven't checked out his work, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put it a link to it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the the market's not there, so that didn't stop you from creating. So that's no, you. I think you know if 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 you're drawing for a passion and that's what what keeps you going, then uh, obviously I do survive from it. It yeah. does it does pay some bills and right. stuff here and there. But if I was just depending on my artwork, then there's that's a different thing. Then now it becomes a a real job per se. Yeah. Uh, and then you put yourself there, and then you start marketing a little bit more. Uh, I. You know, and we, you know, you're able discuss, to choose opportunities. Yeah. And and I've been painting professionally for maybe 15, 20 years, but I had never put out a show uh, until recently. I've had basically, I would say, two big shows. I had one at Fal Falcon National Bank, right? And and I I thank Mr. Gilbert Narvaez, the CEO, uh, who gave me the opportunity because my son was working there. He got his first job as a and so where did you do it in that at their ballroom or or not ballroom no, no, but no. like a hall or what they have a i think it's in the third floor they have a big like a, a collection big, well they do have a collection but they have a big room where it's like a meeting room and then okay. they again uh like i said my he my son which graduated with an english degree but took some a, uh, advertising classes now that's what he's doing he's designing also but he started there at falcon and he invited, he says, Dad, there's going to be an, uh, uh, there's a wildlife uh, artist that's going to bring his show and he's from Africa or somewhere. And, 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 and so I went and wow, I, because I, I, I love to admire or I admire other people's work too. Because, you know, it's just you not to, true. You, you yeah. have to be a fan. Yeah, exactly. And so I went, I saw it. And then after that, I, I asked Gilbert, I said, Mr. Narvaez, you know, can I have the opportunity? Can I do, what does it take to do a show like this? And he goes, All you do is you donate one of your, uh prints or paintings to us and they donate it to the boys i think it's a boys club and they raffle it and whatever money that comes in from that they donate it oh, i good. said well that's i can do that and so they hosted when was a, this this was about a year and a half ago so and then uh before we got and we started recording you were sharing how it's only been like two and a half years that you've been sharing more of your personal yeah. work right yeah, exactly what 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 triggered that like like well, start sharing. I, because I started, you know, people say, well, uh, Armando, Arman, because it's Armando Hinojosa and it's Amando Chapa and it's Amado Peña. It's yeah. three, three different, because a lot of people call me Armando <laughs> and I said, no, the only R in my life is my wife, Ruby, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Julio Madrigal. Yeah. Uh, uh, always kidded that because he was one of the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he was in Fiesta. He was involved with Fiesta. Okay. Yeah. You know, he was the uh, MC, and he he's the one that always would do that that kind of joke with him. because I would tell him. I All said, the no, mandos. Yeah, it's Armando, Amando, and Amado. I said, you know, three mm. artists, but you know, three different distinct names. And uh, uh, yeah, two and a half years ago that you you decided yeah, to. Yeah, I said, you know what? They they're they're putting the shows. I have, but you know what? Now that I think about it, and I kind of go back, not because I wouldn't paint enough. I would sell a lot of my originals before I even could collect them, you know. And that says that says a little bit about me, you know. They they're they buying them, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'd have two originals. Uh, a friend of mine from Zapata who owns uh, Amistad Home Health, 
uh, man, I'm putting a lot yeah, of hey, I, no, I, I'm good. putting in a lot of plugs. Hey. I better come back here and buy some more. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he came by and says, you know, uh, I was at the uh, at the uh, Cola Blanca Awards, right? And uh, I donate some some prints, and they give them out as door prizes and stuff. I don't put a booth there a lot of times. Again, I don't have enough. I don't like to take prints. People want to buy originals. The majority. Yeah, know? of course. Uh, a lot of them want prints because the original is too expensive. But I, I could never have enough originals to put up a, a good show. And so one, one day he told me, Chapa, the next time you paint a, a whitetail, call me because I, I want to buy it from you. And so I did. I called him right before Christmas. And obviously, it's a good time to sell. Yeah. And uh, so he comes by and I have one outside. I had just framed it and... You know, and and I, I think I was letting it dry or something, and he and he goes, damn. He goes, is that the one that I said? No, no, no. I said that's one of them, but I'm, the one I want to show you is this one. And he walks in and he looks at it and he goes, oh my god. He goes, you know what? Make me a prize on both of them. You know, and so uh, yeah, them. so I sold them. So going back again, now I realize it's not that I didn't want to show. It was. You know, like the gallery. You wouldn't. You yeah. wouldn't be holding them. Yeah. Like they would sell. They would sell. You like had a buyer. Gallery twenty-one. To, uh, gallery two hundred one. Yes. Two one. Uh, Gail will tell you she wants big, he big paintings or pictures, and originals. They don't want prints. They don't want. So, I uh, in a good show, you uh, you at least have to have maybe fifteen to twenty originals. Yeah. You know? And so I now that I think about it. That was one of the reasons, and then I told my wife, you know what? Because it's it's real. So I mean, if somebody comes and says, "I want to buy that," if you don't, you don't say you don't no. Say no. <laughs> yeah, you try. You negotiate. Yeah, as yeah. an artist, especially. Yeah. And so I started painting more, and and so keeping up with a little bit of the selling. selling. Yeah, but I still had, and I finally had enough to put to start putting those shows. Wow. Yeah. And now you're doing. Have you ever been on a podcast? No, no. This is my first. Yes, this is awesome. And then (laughs) it's good. And and um. So part of that, I want to talk, and and I'm making notes. So for those listening to the show, I'm doing notes here in case I uh, sound a little distracted. But the I want to talk about order and chaos, right? And I like asking this. So your teaching, right, Mm -hmm. has structure. You do lesson plans for the most part. How you said you learn, and then the chaotic part of of an artist's life is like you don't have. Uh, a structure like oh if i paint five paintings these people are gonna buy them yeah exactly so um is that is that something that's still like present right now like when you're painting sometimes you don't have a buyer destined for each because unless it's a commission artwork and like i said earlier when we were we weren't uh yeah when we were uh, off air when we were talking yeah uh is that my forte is is you know wildlife and I don't mean partying. I mean artwork. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that comes in a little bit, but not. not, not that yeah. Uh, and so I use yeah. that with my students. Yeah. About, <laughs> yeah they're so. going like you know, wildlife, and, uh, not, not, not partying, you know, not the wildlife. You're like like. And so I'll uh, use that filing cabinet. There is full of reference pictures, you know. Wow. And what I do is I have different files like birds and what type of birds and and you know and i see a picture and i tear it and i put it together now you come into the studio and say now today i feel like painting a, a monk, mockingbird or something so obviously you need a lot of reference pictures because there's a lot of artists get mucha gente they say well that guy can paint you like something from the volada from scratch but he's done it several times because i don't care what an artist is if, if this art if if you ask me uh can you paint a uh you know uh, willibus from yeah. africa well, i probably could which I, I, which I, I need can't. to Google that because yeah. I don't even know how it looks. <laughs> okay, they migrate in like yeah. the thousands, you know. Right. But uh, yes, I could, but I have to have pictures. 
because obviously I've never drawn it and I don't know how the animal looks. So how can I make that? Will yeah, so look, you, yeah, so you got to have those. So pictures. it is, or there's organization yeah. even when you're creating. Yeah, and then you have structure, and then you have, uh, you got to kind of have your your design. How do do I put up fence posts? Do I put wire? Do I? How, know, how that, does how to walk me through that? And compos, so, composition wise, you know, you even even uh, when you photograph, yeah, or you have yeah, a yeah, picture, yeah, the rules you, of you, thirds, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. That, yeah, yeah. You don't want to put something right in the middle. And if you look at that yeah. that uh, deer picture there, you know obviously it's not centered it's off to the side and yeah and yeah the rule and even here yeah rules of thirds with yeah, the, yeah. With yeah and so you kind of work with that composition unless there's there's something that works around it then everything kind of comes together then you feel okay but you 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 got to kind of move things so around. is that how you start when you get reference photos you're like okay i'm gonna put this together and then you do you think about size after do you paint large do you paint well, small see i don't I, i've seen a lot of people uh that do uh, paintings and unless it's pop art or abstract or something i don't like to paint if if i'm doing a hummingbird which was one of my latest then i think i have it in the box uh, yeah. yeah anyway i you don't want to do a hummingbird bigger than it's than it's normally is oh, shit. you you get me because then it's going to look like a hen or a turkey or something. You get me? So you do some to some extreme where you don't exaggerate, or at least that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's I you. Mean, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, that, Especially you know, if you're, you're, you're painting, yeah, drawing yeah. lines. I, I, some, there could be another artist that, that completely says, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not right. But if you're doing a large scale, I would say, okay, let's say I'm doing a, a buck, a white, uh, a doe, and, and yeah. maybe a, you know, whatever. Okay, now I'm going to do like a massive wall or mural. I still would stay, and this is me, would stay within, okay, what's the largest I can go or what's the biggest a deer would be? And that would be my parameters, you know? Wow. And so, again, that's... That's your uh, taste. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, wow. That, that's awesome. And then uh, one, of, one of the things I, I was... Uh, okay, so you figure out composition. And then, I like, the jackrabbit or what? That's a snow, a snow hare. A snow hare. Right, so that's not finished, or it is? It is, but let me tell you what happened. I had everything in my SUV, yeah. And I, they, the when you transport, you, I Art. haven't found a kind of way. So I had them all stacked, and I found out that they move, and then the eye hooks in the back tear into the other ones. Yes, yeah, so finally one day I said I stood them up. I said, "Wow, this is probably the way to do it." Because I had them stood up, like kind of leaning, yeah. And then my SUV, for some reason, wouldn't take off. So they must gas, and it all, they all went boom. And I just heard the glass pop. And oh, so, that's so why now you're, the, you're yeah. about to put another glass on yeah. it. Yeah, and I just got lucky in that one that the glass did not tear in two, and that was those two were broken. You see them? That's yeah. why they don't have glass. How yeah. do you know when a painting's done? Uh, it's never. It's done to. It's, it, as an artist, you know, it, yeah. you say, this is where I want to stop. I feel comfortable. I feel like I've achieved what I wanted to have in this drawing. Now, good question. Is it ever done? Maybe not. You can always add to it. You know, maybe there's that little thing here and there. But you stop at the point, or at least I do, where I feel I've, I've accomplished, I've achieved what I started out to do or what was my initial, you know, dr uh, thought. Yeah. Of what I was gonna do, and if I felt comfortable that I've achieved that, then I put a. Oh, that's awesome. Know. No, and and you you've kind of figured all this out, and I'm gonna go back to what what you're teaching uh, students, mm -hmm. right? I think that's something even even more than other art pieces you produce, and this might be like me getting a little philosophical, but like you're producing art pieces and students. 
Oh, right? Yes, definitely. When, when you yeah. mold them and you're yeah. like, it's like molding, molding someone into something they didn't even picture they could be, right? So what's the biggest uh, obstacle you see that, that those artists, like the ones that are uh, joining your classes, right? Or, or as an elective or they see it as mm -hmm. something. What's the biggest obstacle you see with them? Is it they, they're not patient enough for the process or what are you seeing? Well, if I'm going to, I guess it's going to be a, like a two part answer maybe to your yeah, question yeah, go ahead, go ahead, since i'm teaching art and design right i'm gonna i'm gonna attack the the art part there's a lot of students that in the art field take it or would take my class because it was a requirement you got to have that fine arts yeah, and yeah. obviously if you're not in band or pe or something because you you needed to take that art class and as an instructor i've always made my classes interesting you know it's it's weird that eddie kiddos comes sometime some years back and tells me you know mr chapa i never thought i was gonna put perspective I thought it was a waste of time at the time, but I yeah. did it because I had to get a grade. But now that I am an architect, he goes, you know, you it, it, it came in. It came in handy. I said, now, wow, what what you showed us, he goes, I can do a sketch on, and show somebody a plan or a, a structure real quick because I can see, I can do, take a flat thing and make it three-dimensional on paper and show it to my clients. And that makes you feel good. You know? Yeah, like, that's... I mean, if you touch two or three out of the whole bunch, then I think you, you've done your job, you know? But going back to that was some of them were just in there for the, for the credit. But I would make it interesting enough that then they would say, okay. And a lot of people say, how, how uh, is Oscar doing in class? In my yeah. class, I can't handle it. I said, I don't have a problem. But the problem, the, the difference is like, if you're not interested or you're not interesting to them or how you teach, then they're you're not, gonna turn them off. Yeah, they're gonna know? doze and, off. And yeah, but then let me let me go a little further. One of the obstacles w when you had students was you have that student that that wants to be good. Yeah, in they're art. they're hungry. Yeah, but you don't see it there. And I had Maria, you know, uh, where she and I was like, híjole, you know, in my mind I would say, no, you know, it's not for you. It's not for you. But she had that passion, worked and worked and worked. She got a degree and she came back as uh, as an art major, you know. And then you have the ones that are like uh, Sergio Rivas, man. That guy uh, would draw with marker pencils with two points yeah. on them, no erasers, yeah. you know. And the guy, to, to me, that's a God-given talent. Yeah. Earlier, I stated that it was through trial and error where I got, you know, where at the point where I'm at. Yeah, where you because, developed, yeah. Yeah, some people tell me it's a God-given talent. Well, okay, to some extent, maybe because I loved yeah. art and whatever and I pursued it. But the God-given talent to me is the, the, the Sergio Rivas, the Luis Estrada, which now does uh, uh, tattoos. You know it. Tattoos, okay, okay. yeah. And so those, uh, you know, uh, I can name three or four that were like, I would lose them and I'll say, oh, who's? Because they would tell me, Mr. Chapa, we need a longhorn over here. I said, okay, Sergio, they need a boom, se you know. Yeah, we won back-to-back -back district titles yeah like for t-shirt yeah, yeah, designs yeah, anything like that so. yeah and so those to me those that's the god-given talent you know because it's just raw talent and then you mold a little bit of that so actually you don't give i don't i never give credit to myself even in design now where they say oh mira lo que hizo mister. i said no no you know uh she had the talent he had the talent it was, it was a little bit of coaching in my part you know uh but you had those students that came in and they were settled on doing puro satanic or whatever yeah, like yeah. the the, the yeah. monstros or whatever the, the, and you couldn't you couldn't get them away from that and i said you know i'll say amigo you know it's like okay you can do that you're awesome at that 
but you need to get away from that and diversify and have have something else that you can do. Y no los, no los, you know, da, da. And then finally, I teach them a little bit of perspective, a little bit of here and a little bit, of, and then they, and now they could see it. But they were so set in their in their little that so that's it's all more they like, could do. Yeah, for them to be open to to one using their skill in a different way, mm -hmm. and then uh, the Maria thing is as I heard this earlier today. And it was uh, that consistency always beats uh, intensity. Next, yeah. So, so yeah. some people will be intensity, boom, and then they stop practicing it for weeks, months. Yeah. But Maria still had a yeah. consistent, she develops talent, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, so, and, and you telling them like, hey, step away from your from your comfort zone of, of the satanic or anything like that. Um, how do you, how do you as an artist step away? Like, because like, I'm seeing the, the, the wildlife and then I see portrait, right? Mm -hmm. Is that how yeah. you step away from? Yeah. And again, the, it, my comfort zone again is the wildlife, right? And I love to do it, and it comes kind of natural now. Yeah, you know. Uh, What's the most uncomfortable uh, commission they've asked you that maybe was out of your range that you uh, did? I did a portrait of a doctor's doctor Cigarroza's son. Okay. In oils, and that was a challenge. And I said yes. <laughs> and again, I haven't, I hadn't done what I did back here where yeah. I said, you know, I wanted to yeah, do it to you, myself. Yeah, but you figured it yeah, out. But yeah, and I had to, you know. Was I it oil? Yeah, it was an oil, you know. And you know, one of his days, and he's still my doctor. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to go and ask him, you know, can I, because my wife gets mad at me because I never did a ledger. Like I'll walk, I'll walk into a business or I'll walk into a house and I'll turn around and I'll go, that's my, you know, that's my painting. That's my drawing. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I've sold I'm not going to say thousands, but I've sold hundreds. Yeah. And a lot of them, I don't even know who, who, you know. Or walked, you don't remember who when, or what. Yeah. One day I walked into Miracle Candle Company. I don't think it exists anymore, but I walk in into the office and I, and I turn around and I go, it was a pencil, a sketch of a, of a buck with a, with a dough, y, y, pero todo en lapis, you know, yeah. everything, the cactus and everything, the thorns and everything. And I said, that's mine. And he goes, you're the artist? I said, yeah, I should say I'm A. Chapa Jr. Because I've, str I've, I've struggled with, with Amando Chapa or A. Chapa Jr. And I'm, I'm, I'm in between because I'm, I'm thinking Amando Chapa, once they learn my name, then they know. Or is it identifiable that I say A. Chapa Jr.? Because that's my signature, A. Chapa yeah, Jr. Yeah, A. Chapa. Yeah. And so I don't know. If you look, if you look there's Amando Chapa. I decided. And you see this one? This one yeah. says A. Chapa Jr., you know? So I'm still like. Yeah, yeah and, but I think it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. And then you were saying uh, uh, like, uh, okay, so that was out of your comfort yeah. zone doing a portrait, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, what, what are, um, what's one of the biggest obstacles you faced as an artist? In, in your in your personal work, like like, is it? Uh, you said you had ideas out there, but you didn't have time. So is time an obstacle? Oh yes. Has has money ever been an obstacle? Maybe when you first started. Money is an obstacle because uh, framing. Uh, it's expensive. It's expensive. Right? Now, one of the things that's worked for me is that I do my own matting. I cut my own glass. So all the I just buy the mat and I do my own matting. I have a glass cutter, and so I've learned to adjust, but. If you go buy some of these frames, because a lot of, you see this frame over here, this is just, you know, uh, recycled wood. And you, you know? did it, right? And yeah. And I cut the, I sanded it a little bit, le echo tantito, you know, tongue oil, whatever. Yeah. And they look, no, but then you have those paintings. A lot of people love that as the rustic. Yeah, but then you I, have I those people that. that have a nice den, but they want a nice expensive frame. Now, you don't. A lot of people say, but no, no, it's a frame. But yeah, but the frame kind of dresses. It's like yeah. you're wearing a nice suit. You know, yeah, there yeah, you, you go, can yeah. be a handsome guy, but yeah. you don't have that rising looking <laughs> suit, man. And, you know, it adds to you. And so that 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 gets expensive. So, again, if you're going to do a show, 
it's, it, it's easy to do a show and you might get it somewhere where you say yeah come in but then you say oh well, man i need glass i need more man and, you, I need might, and you might not sell yeah, at your first show exactly and so now you've, and, you've spent all this money and the, no money came in so you gotta kind of hustle and bustle and, and get it there but yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah because uh, it gets expensive. That's yeah. one of the obstacles. Have you ever burned out? I know, uh, um, like you're teaching, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing your art because I see a few pieces here, yeah. right? And then your your husband, your dad, yeah. right? Dad. And and then I know you you're also involved in in Lulac. Lulac, yeah. Right. So you right. have you burned out? Like what? Well, <laughs> and I think my wife says, "How long are you gonna continue to do that?" No, I do. I do Lulac. You know, I'm gonna veer out and not say too much about it, but uh, it's community service. You yeah, know? And of when course. I, when, and this friend of mine introduced me to it, and I, I just got a passion for it. You know, and uh, I've been doing it. I, I think I've been doing it as long as I've been teaching because I I started teaching in '83 and I joined Lulac in '84, and I'm still. You know, there's the Hano Achiever Man of the Year yeah, and, I and, saw and that. stuff like that, and yeah, and it took it, it, it. You know, and I and I also have thanked my wife a lot because when I was out in the conventions, when I was with Lulac, you know, she 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 was at the house you supporting know, you, supporting yeah, and so I I owe a lot. To Has her, there ever you know? been like where you're like, man, oh, man, I'm done with this, yeah. I, I think I'm getting to that point. Uh, maybe the Lulac, I mean, and 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 it's there really because uh, all our membership, not a membership, but our yeah, but some of the membership and and the officers are already like in their 30s and whatever. So we're we're taking a back seat. Oh, you nice. guys, I see yeah, that. You, you now you know I it's where I came in where Judge Martinez, uh, Oscar Martinez, uh, uh, Andy Ramos, and them. Those are yeah. where I came in, That's and cool. they stood back, you know, and so yeah. But uh, and know, how do you balance? Uh, how, okay, and then a school teaching, and then doing your art like, like that. So how do you how do you do that? Like do you, do you plan out your day, your week? Not not really. Uh, but you know, I I think what happens with my artwork is once I. You know, I, I I always say I'm gonna do it in the summer, but then <laughs> my honey to do list in the summer yeah, is, is, is get, gets a little longer. Que el patio yeah, yeah, y yeah. yeah, and so, but uh, I do make time, and then I I feel when I'm stressing out that I'm or I'm kind of like you feel burned out. That, yeah, that's my go-to. Okay, okay. And, and that's where I you know even though I'll, I'll be here for an hour, hour and a half, two hours sometimes. I'll get that 88, 80, well, it used to be 88.1, but now with yeah. Pandora and stuff, you can get different music. But I'll come here and 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 I'll just, it'll be my downtime. Now, I want to I want to say a little bit about ad design yeah. because I went into advertising and design at the, at the at United in 1996 when I, I that was right. that opportunity. And the reason, not that I went away from art, not that I was burned out with art, but my my philosophy or, or the way I, I, I thought about it was art, is art and it's not gonna go any any further the the paints might get better now there's no lead there's no you know there's safer yeah. you know there's co- uh, cobalt dryer where it dries your 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 uh, oils dry faster right, yeah. you don't have to wait a year for it to dry <laughs> and then you have acrylic where you have a retarding medium where it slows, it slows down. it down, yeah. down so the the materials for it you know have gotten better but art is hard it it's just gonna be the person who does that art is gonna be different but I didn't see it going anywhere, and advertising design is just the getting www, yeah, you know, World Wide Web. I I saw that there was going to be an opportunity, and I I I knew computers. You know the 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 Adobe uh, back Photoshop, then was yeah. uh, Photoshop was uh, Photoshop four or three, and so when I when I got my certification and I and I got there, they sent me to San Antonio 
to ment uh, to so I could uh, be with a like a mentor, and so he could show me because he was doing a class already, and he told me, "Dude, you need to get on the the world wide web." And I go, "What? What, you know, what, what are you talking about?" It was like uh, three years uh, in, right? Yeah, because it's '96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so it came yeah. out '94, right? Yeah, exactly. That was that it went like everyone can get yeah. on it now. Yeah, but it was, and I said, "What is this guy talking about?" You know, like, okay, he goes, "You gotta get on this train, dude. You gotta get on it because it's gonna take off." And, and I'm going, "Look, chinga, este va todo en otra onda." Yeah. Whatever, you know and then he says i'm doing artwork and he did he was doing some aesthetic kind of looking work real yeah. nice stuff he goes i'm putting it out there and people are gonna see it and a whole bunch of people are gonna see it and i'm going like and then all of a sudden boom it's there it he is, took dude. off yeah and and now advertising it every day now we have uh cs it was 1450 uh, or whatever cs to a uh, cs no, no, yeah, yeah, no, it's the number. Now it's a CS. Well, yeah, now it's a creative, the creative cloud. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. It's getting cloudy though. Yeah, <laughs> right. A whole bunch of clouds. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's good. So, um, and now you're doing ad design, and you kind of went back into into the the art, um, the art class, right? The yeah, traditional they, what you used to yeah, do. Yeah, they bought my off block, so yeah. I don't have an off block, so I teach the whole day. Because uh, they lost some teachers because of the yeah. f- freshman campuses. Right. Uh, they lost some art teachers. They lost electives. And uh, uh, my principal approached me and says, do you want to teach arts? And I'm, I got a awesome. master's in fine arts. I said, you know, it's, he goes, but you hadn't done it in a while. I said, it's like riding a bike. You don't forget. Oh, yeah. And, and so, you know, it, it, the kids are freaking out. Like, you know, they, they, a lot of them haven't, like I said, I teach perspective. There's not too many art teachers that do that. You know, yeah, and I feel, everything's digital now. Yeah. And I feel if, if, if you get the sense of how you take a flat thing on paper and make it three-dimensional, once you conquer that... They you can do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah any idea. Much, yeah, I was going to ask you, so, and, and getting the students, right? They're getting back into digital art. They're doing regular art. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's the piece of advice that you would tell a student right now as they graduate? Like, what advice have you been giving well, them to... You know, uh, and it's it's a that's a very good question because, like I said, in my in the, uh, advertising design computer graphics now, my classes are packed and students want to come in. Yeah, and that's good because the you know, apps, yeah, and yeah, 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 they want and, everything. And so, though. so that makes the class. You know what? You you don't do what needs to be done. I got kids. You, I can get you out, and I can get another kid in. So you know, uh, my classes is not curriculum. Uh, it is curriculum based. What I'm saying is, I I step out of the the norm, you know, to uh, teach out of the like- box to teach them. You know, uh, we do shirts, we do heat press, uh, we do vinyl, you know, we do large format printing, uh, what uh, we do 3D printing. You know, You're basically bringing in the real world, exactly, and where they're gonna them. use yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, uh, there was a little thing happening there where yeah. where. You know, uh, they were kind of restricting me in some areas. Okay. And, I, yeah. and I said, not just to say anything, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to go back to the book and teach what the curriculum says. Right. And I said, you can't do that. I said, no, no. They said, no, yeah, you can, but we don't want you to. I said, well, you know what? You know, give me a little bit of the, the freedom because this is why I expose my kids, you know? And, and I, I, I want to do that because I told my students, look, you come in here, you might not get a, you not be a Picasso or, you know, if it's a regular art or, or advertising, you're not going to be like the greatest ad, uh, designer, you know, I said, but you're learning enough that you go to the real world, you might, if you get hired, you're going to get gonna hired be in a heavy, or you can use it just to have a part-time job while you're attending college. And I've had kids, you know, you know, Ruben, yeah. you know, I mean, Ruben's making close to $400,000 a, a, a year, you know, and he started with a little machine out of his garage, you know. I have JJ working for uh, South Texas uh, 
what is it, South Texas Neon and, and uh, Lighting. He's running the, the show for him. You know, in this, yeah, I want to I want to mention this story because it's 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 a it's it's a it's a real uh, live event thing where we're lining up for graduation, and JJ is one of those humble students where I would say JJ, and the guy comes running, ¿Qué pasó, sir? ¿Qué pasó? Yeah, yeah. Like what is what do we have to do? You know, and so I was a uh, what uh, what do you call him when you line up with graduate? Yeah, no, not chaperone. What uh, is it called? Um, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like you're there, you're you're kind you're of in like, a gown and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're. I forget the name. <laughs> yeah. it. But anyway, so I'm there and we're lining up and yeah, we're lining up to go and and Mr. Molina, uh, first. Yeah. But anyway, Mr. Molina, who, is, who owns that shop, says, "Hey, Mr. Chapa, do you have a designer? I'm looking for a designer." I said, "Sure, I do." And so I call, I call, I just I yell, I said, "JJ, so JJ, tell Chapa, JJ, tell yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, I don't know how far down. And so he comes, ¿Qué pasó, sir? And I said, "I'm gonna introduce you to Mr. Molina." He's looking for a designer. I'm recommending you. And so, you know, lo introducí. And, and, and he goes, you know what? Uh, uh, tomorrow, today you graduate. Tomorrow morning, go to my shop. And I want to interview you. He went Saturday morning. He interviewed. He started working that day. And he's been working ever that's since. I've been going on seven awesome. years. You know? And, and so, that was, that, those are the real life success stories. Yeah, you, you, and you, it'll uh, happen. Yeah, you, you know? And, and he didn't want to graduate. He wanted to stay one more year. He goes, sir, how come I didn't find out about your class till I was a sophomore? I said, yeah. I said you know, I'm stuck over here in the magnet because they, they, my, I'm in the magnet, but my class is not a magnet class. Like yeah, so you're you're open. you're in vocation, right? Like the, yeah, 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 exactly. Oh yeah, um, and and I was gonna ask you this, which is the community. What do you think about the art community in Laredo? Does it exist? Do you know? If, uh, you know, it like, is, and and it's a shame that I I man, I'm not that sh not that I'm ashamed, but I it is out there. I think it needs to be supported. I think there's a group of uh, a large group of individuals that are pushing it. Yeah. You know, and 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 working with it. And you know, I, I know they used to have that cafe where they would have art shows. Yeah, and the stuff. cafe dolce. Yeah, cafe dolce yeah. and stuff. And I, and I admire businesses like that 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 you know uh, work for the arts. You know, that push it and that want to expose the students. And I I think it could get better. You know. Yeah. And, and it should. I think Laredo has a, a, a desire and a, and a it's want growing. from yeah exactly and and I think it's something that that you know if I could get involved or I could help in some way would would love to do it yeah hopefully we, we yeah. some people get connected right um, and and so how do you, how how important do you think for example I haven't asked you about this but when you were coming up community like did you have did you hang out with a group of artists because i know you were talking about going and hunting and you yeah. started shooting with your camera but did you ever hang out with a group of artists no not not i i really if i think about it i i didn't not not even in in college you know and like i said i i went that direction because i felt that that's the direction i need to go and obviously kinesiology was not gonna yeah. you know i wasn't gonna make it but uh, not really. And once I came to, when I was moving to Laredo, that's when they kind of told me, "Have you gone?" Uh, some friends of mine that knew Pancho Farias, and yeah, I, yeah. You know, so I said, "You going to Laredo?" Mira, buscate estos two guys. They're, they're, and they're that's artists. how you befriended yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now, yeah, because I want to get into what we were going to talk about the show that y'all have coming up, right? Yeah. So, um, um, how is that? Is that like a? Is it going to be a? It's going to be a group show? Yeah, and hopefully I don't give out any uh, wrong information <laughs> because uh, uh, Joe Olivares called me the other day. And he says, "Hey, Mando, uh, sometime in October, I'm gonna give you more information. But uh, we're doing a an artist. No, vamos a juntar. You know, all the. You know, it's gonna be. I know for sure the names that were mentioned with myself, Pancho Farias, Joe Olivares, uh, Armando Hinojosa, and I don't know if Amado Peña is involved, but okay. I think he is. And and maybe there's some other artists that I didn't mention or I didn't they didn't mention. But it's gonna be. It's a a non-profit. You know." 
obviously I think we're gonna be able to sell our, our work, but then I think we're gonna donate some of the proceeds. Yeah, the proceeds are gonna go to a nonprofit. That's awesome. And when yeah. is that? Uh, uh, it's in October. Cool. And like I don't think there's we're gonna meet uh, somewhere at a restaurant and kind of plan that out, out. Uh, and plan it out some more. So where can they find that info? Do you like are you online and and share that or where can they find we're it? We're probably gonna do a, okay, yeah, okay. We're gonna have a, cool. a either a Facebook page or or something online where. Do, do you, you know, have do you do you have social no, media platforms? No, no, and <laughs> it's weird. And it's weird that you know uh, this guy said. Back in '96, you know the World Wide Web, and I'm selling my stuff, and here I am. You know, it's 2018, and you know, and I tell, and my son tells me because my son right now is he, he works for an uh, uh, advertising, big advertising company in San Antonio. Yeah. And I tell him, I said, "Mijo, what's the least expensive website?" He goes, "Dad, it's easy. You you're in the field." But you know how they say is the the mechanic always has the worst car. And, yeah. Because you never have time to do on your your own stuff, you know. And but I need to. And again, I'm gonna go back to. Uh, now that I have a little bit more artwork, I didn't want to open something and just have a few yeah. things and then because it doesn't look, you know. So I, I, you'll be I, on, you'll yeah. be on soon, and that's yeah. good. Um, mm -hmm. I want to ask you right so as we kind of wrap it up. What's what's the dream like for you? Like uh, I know you mentioned like oh when I retire or stuff like that, but like what's a big thing with art that you still have uh, yet to finish? Well, uh, I think I I have not you know even come close to exposing i think and um, maybe pat myself uh, in the back a little bit exposing a lot all my talents you know i love I, that i i i wanna i wanna paint uh bigger canvases you know it's i, I always look at stuff and i say you know what you know what what if i can you know you know uh maybe more color like colorful uh yeah. maybe i i do want to do oils you know and so not pop art but like yeah, like yeah, colorful right? yeah colorful yeah, yeah. that what i'm doing but maybe maybe I've, I've stayed away from from the oils the acrylics and stuff sometimes because you know uh, it's it's it takes time to to do that but them, i think yeah. now's the time i think i i've conquered what i you know obviously i i can do and make the art I can do what I want to do when I sit down to do it. And now that I've conquered that, now I want to take it to that next level. You know, that bigger, yeah. thinking, that that more colorful, you know, you know, extravagant. Like you know, yeah. Exactly. So it, yeah. It, like you getting out of your comfort yeah, zone. Exactly. There. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, and I think the social media thing, you need to do that. Yeah. Because no, that, that, obviously. That, yeah, that'll be good. That well, we, this is start. I mean, yeah. and I thank you. And yes. I thank you for, for, you know, allowing me and, and you know, bringing me in. Obviously, <laughs> it, it you know, it's gonna break maybe that that little barrier that I had there, and yeah, and it'll maybe be after there. this happens, then you'll see, and I'll I'll say, Oscar, hey, I yeah, got and no, and I'm and we're here, and and it's gonna be good because there's there's uh, the other people that have been on are people that are online, right? Yeah. And so, um, but I'm I, what I've done over. I haven't asked you about happiness and all that because I think you're on the journey. It's what makes you happy. You yeah. can tell. Even if you might not like see it, because I, sometimes I don't see it myself on yeah. what I'm doing, yeah. right? But but I can tell that it, you know you you're passionate about what you do, this studio, and then you're teaching, right? Mm -hmm. And know that that um, you impact a lot of people, right? And mm -hmm. so um, I'll let you think about this, but I'm gonna have you finish it on how people can find what what makes them happy. Like like it might be advice to artists, mm -hmm. like that you might give, and I'll let you finish it here right now after I say a couple words, right? But one, thank you, right, for, for man, it's crazy that I'm here because, um, one, like, I was in your classes yeah. back then, 
And um, I remember that I stuck with it because I learned Photoshop in your mm -hmm. class. Mm -hmm. Stuck with it. And I just continue, continue. And I'm here like on a podcast now. But I was never afraid to try anything. Exactly. Because right? like, I remember yeah, in your class. Very important. Like it's the first time I use a Mac. Yeah. I remember back then it was O2. Yeah, because so, Chapa was the only yeah. one that had Macs. Yeah, and, and I we, fought it and fought it because I got grandfathered. Yeah. Because uh, to me, if you didn't know, if you weren't Mac literate, you couldn't go out in the real world. Or if you were Mac literate, you get hired be first. Then yeah, then the and then the Apple was just making yeah. its comeback yeah, exactly. back then. So yeah. hey, just uh, thank you for that, and also just thank you for sharing a lot of your of, of like your insight, your stories, your. You're like fork on the road. Yeah. Like a lot of people might know not know those things, yeah, right? Exactly. And um, I think you're gonna. This is it's gonna inspire one artist that are that are still thinking of that, but also untapped talent. How you said, I still feel that I haven't tapped into yeah, everything exactly. I'm capable of, mm -hmm. and it's like I don't think there's an age or a time for that. Like it's gonna no, be awesome, all. right? Not at all. And so, yeah. What's one piece? Like, or what's how how would someone that is trying to get into the art world or any creativity? How do they find what makes them happy? Uh, uh, I, I and I'll and I'll finish with this. I had a student, Victoria. She came into my class, but she wanted art, and she goes, "Sir, I hear you're 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 very you're a very good artist, and that you've taught art, but I don't want to go into your class because of the design." I said, "No, and not not don't worry about it." And, And she goes, but if I enrolled in your class, would you teach me art? I said, sure. Yeah. And she came in. I did not teach her anything. I just guided her. She had a talent because she did murals there at South. Uh, she did a mural in the library. She did a mural in the highway. And she's done murals some uh, uh, all over. I think she did one for the HIV awareness okay. at North Central Park. And so teachers would come up to me and she goes, wow, it's amazing what you did with Victoria. I said, no, I didn't. You know, I'm not going to take... Uh, Uh, what is it? Uh, credit. Credit. When all I did was kind of coach her, you know, and, and she had the talent. As she wanted watercolor, she just didn't know how maybe apply it, or she didn't know what shade went with what. And that's all I did. That talent was hers. I didn't. For you know, yeah. Sometimes you have kids that you do get that talent, and then you mold it. But with Victoria and she, I think she already graduated from UT because now UT has a real good art. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, and so that you know it's well, that's one yeah yeah and and that's one story there you know where she wanted to come into my class and i said you're not gonna hurt me because you you don't want design i said that's really not my forte really i yeah. mean i've gotten good at it but it you know i got a master's in fine arts and i'll teach you whatever art you need and again it was just kind of coaching and she, she, she loved it and she goes mr chapa thank you so much i think i saw on tv the other day where i think it was uh dan where jennifer lopez has that dance Uh, show or whatever world, uh, world, world of dance world I think. of dance yeah, yeah exactly and where this young you know kid comes out and his his dad wanted him to be a a baseball player or a football player or whatever and he pushed him and put and he loved to tap dance you yeah. know and that was his own and he tried he tried to make his dad happy by doing the sports but that was not what he wanted to do yeah. and so he decided that he was gonna he was gonna say you know dad you know what I, it's going to be what I want to do. So he did the tap dance and got super good at it. And then when his dad saw how happy he was and how good he was at it, you know, they 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 embraced and said, "Okay, now now I know what you meant." And and I think that's a real the real good example of if you have that passion, don't let anybody sway you any any which way, you know. And if because if you don't do it that instant, you might not ever get that that chance. So if you have the 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 desire. 
and the will, go for it. And don't let anything get on your way, you know? The greatness is already yeah. inside us. Uh, exactly. That's good. Awesome. So we're signing out. <laughs>